0: Welcome to Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If this is your first time here, this is a quick mindset shift in 20 minutes or less episode. Now, in the show notes, I'm going to provide for you some extra resources to actually lean in to this mindset shift today and to take an action into loving yourself more completely. There are a couple books, there is a free workshop that I am offering you that will help you do this. And additionally, there is a upcoming event on July 27th of 2021 called connect with my intuition. This will actually hugely help you lean into self love and trusting yourself as you'll hear more about this episode. If you would like to join that event, go ahead and click to learn more in the show notes. Additionally, if you would like to win a free coaching session with me, which is a $400 value, then leave me a review. And if this episode resonates with you, if it really moved you, if it shifted you in any way and you feel like it would benefit someone that you know, then please share this episode with them. It is a great way to spread the love and to aid in someone else's transformation. And I greatly appreciate you spreading the word as this podcast is still new. So without further ado, please enjoy this quick 20 minute mindset shift episode. Welcome to transform today. I'm going to talk about learning to love and accept yourself. First, I'm going to start out with a story. So Kamal Ravikant is an entrepreneur, a very successful founder, investor, and author. And early in his career, he moved to San Francisco and he started several companies, accrued tons of experience, and then he decided he wanted to go all in on one company and really hit it big. So he dove into this new company that he started and he put everything into it. It started to take off and a bunch of investors jumped in and it grew and it grew until suddenly it crashed and it crashed and burned. He lost everything, all his money, some friends, his partners, and he even lost his health. He became sick and so severely depressed that he was suicidal. In his words, if he woke up depressed one day, that was a good day. So after feeling like this for a long time, one morning he woke up and he kind of staggered over to a notebook and he wrote down, this day I vow to love myself. I'm going to love myself or die trying. Kamal says, the truth is to love yourself with the same intensity you would use to pull yourself up if you were hanging off a cliff with your fingers, as if your life depended upon it. See, he made this vow to love himself. And he took this vow seriously. He decided, I'm going to love myself or die trying. And then this amazing thing happened. Within a few weeks, his life suddenly transformed. People started reaching out to him with opportunities. Friends started reaching out to him that he hadn't heard from in a long time. He suddenly became a magnet for people and opportunities just by loving himself. Kamal says this is the single most transformative thing he's done in his whole life And it has in the past and continues to create the biggest shifts for him, so much so that he actually wrote a book on it, which I'm going to link in the show notes. Now, how did this small thing of loving himself transform his life so completely? This is what I want to talk about today, and I want to make a case for how this is potentially one of the most, if not the most important thing you can do for yourself in your life. First, I want to talk about why don't we just naturally love and accept ourselves, right? Like, why is this something that we're not just naturally doing? Where are these internal voices of criticism coming from? And why do we reject ourselves in any way, shape, or form? Why don't we all love and accept ourselves completely? Well, growing up, you learned how to eat with utensils. Growing up, you learned how to tie your shoes. Growing up, you learned How you're supposed to be in the world, the ways that you're supposed to do things, the person you're supposed to be, and you learned how to accept love and trust yourself or how to not accept love and trust yourself. See, every time you were told that you were making the wrong decision, you were taught not to trust yourself. Every time anyone didn't treat you with love, you learned not to love yourself. And every time someone bullied you, made you feel small, belittled you, or ostracized you, you learned to do the same thing to yourself. Now, no matter how amazing your childhood or early adult life was, everyone at some point was talked down to, was pushed around, mocked, or made fun of. And these experiences carry a weight to them. We remember these difficult experiences more than the good experiences, because these difficult experiences create an imprint in our brain. We remember being shamed. These really create a mark in our life and in our brain. And because of this, we learn to avoid being the person that we were when we got made fun of. We learn to avoid Trusting ourselves to make decisions because we got criticized and ostracized for them previously, sometime in our history. And through this process of self-protecting, over time we start to hide parts of ourselves. We start policing ourselves internally to make sure that we do what we need to do in order to stay safe and to be accepted. See this applies to everyone. Even if you had this, you know, amazing childhood growing up or early adult life or life up until now, everyone can recall these times when they felt shame for something or when they got criticized for making the wrong decision or when they were told not to do something in childhood even if it was something that you loved doing. And so what do we do? We put parts of ourselves away. We learn not to trust ourselves. We learn to keep ourselves quiet in certain situations. We learn a self-protecting defensive posture that is one of self-criticism instead of self-love. So how do we start loving ourselves and accepting ourselves? If we were taught to be different than who we are authentically and to not trust ourselves, how do we change this internally? Well, I have a quick four step process for you guys. And that's because I myself have spent so many years, so much time learning to love and accept myself because I will tell you what I did not love and accept myself in the slightest for years and years and years. And I've tried a lot of different ways. But what I'm going to share with you today is just four easy steps to stepping in to loving and accepting yourself completely. Step one, Become aware of the self-talk that's occurring. We can't change something that we can't see. Become aware of the thoughts that are in your head. Become aware of the voice that is telling you that you should do something, that you should stay quiet, that you should do this thing, that you have to do this thing, or the voice that's always telling you that you're messing up, that you're not good enough. Become aware of that voice. Step two is to introduce a new voice into the mix. See, it doesn't work very well to try to shut that voice down or to ignore that voice. Sometimes when we resist something, it not only persists, but it grows stronger. So instead of resisting or, you know, criticizing yourself even more for the self-critical voice, you can just introduce a new voice of love and kindness. This is what I call the innate, the natural internal voice of love and wisdom. Everyone has an internal voice in love and wisdom. Every single person. If you're thinking, I don't know if I have that voice, maybe you just haven't heard it in a while. So what we do is we can take specific steps in order to amplify this internal voice of love and wisdom. How do you do that? Well, you can start writing love notes to yourself. And if love notes feels a little weird, start writing just a note to yourself of encouragement. If you don't love writing, I really suggest that you try this in written form because there is like a kinesthetic feedback that serves as a feedback loop to your brain and really helps to wire this in even more strongly. But if you're somebody that just you can't get into the rhythm of writing, then my suggestion is that you start talking to yourself. And you can even do both of these things. You could just say, "Hey." you're doing awesome. Here's a little trick. You can actually use your own name. So for example, I would say, Stephanie, you're doing awesome. Stephanie, don't worry about this. Stephanie, you're doing amazing. See, when you use your name, when you're talking to yourself or you're writing to yourself, it does two things. One, it creates a little bit of a distance and it inserts a energy of authority. And this helps you to accept the internal voice of wisdom a little bit more. So you can think of this as self-parenting. If you think of the most amazing, the perfect parent in the world that does nothing but love on you, guess what? You can be that to yourself. This is what self-parenting is called. So just loving on yourself. Now, you can do this once a day, twice a day, but I'll tell you what makes the biggest difference. If you do it 40 or 50 times a day. I guarantee you, this will make such a drastic shift in your life. You will not even believe it. You do this for two, three days. You can even set a timer to just give yourself a couple words of encouragement, either in written or verbal form, 40 to 50 times a day. And you just wait two, three days. Your life is going to feel completely different. Now, what do you say to yourself? Well, you can say, I love myself. You can say your name, Stephanie. I love you. And if saying I love myself feels a little bit difficult, then you can also say I'm learning to love myself. Say whatever feels true and empowering to you. You can change it up. The point is, what would you want the most loving parent in the world to tell you? And you can tell yourself that too. Step three, start trusting yourself to make decisions slowly. Now, what do I mean by this? A lot of our decisions are made automatically and they're made from our inner voice of criticism. They're made in a defensive way, meaning we make a lot of our decisions in order to avoid pain, suffering, and shame. We make a lot of our decisions from our overthinking mind. If you go back and listen to my episode on what is intuition, I talk about this a lot. What we want to do is we want to make decisions from our heart center or from our intuition. This is our true authentic self. And here's the thing when you make decisions from your heart center, from your true self, what are you doing? You are showing yourself that you are trustworthy. You are showing yourself that you love and accept yourself and that you're willing to honor yourself and your needs and follow the needs and the voice of your heart and your intuition. Every time you do what you think you should do, not what you really want to do, then you're not trusting yourself and your ability to make decisions. And this is sending a signal to your heart and to yourself that you don't trust yourself and that you're not trustworthy. So in order to start loving and accepting yourself, you have to start trusting yourself to make the right decisions. And if this feels a little bit scary, like maybe you trust your overthinking mind all the time, then what you want to do is just start really small and keep a list of how you're changing and how you're practicing trusting yourself. Every time you trust yourself to make a decision and it turns out okay, you can add that to the list. And then one morning you wake up and you look at this list and you see that you've trusted yourself 20, 30, 40 times. And this really helps you to evolve and shift into a space of deep love and self-acceptance. And then step four is a weekly reflection. At the end of the week or at the beginning of your week, think back to the week previously. Where this week did I trust myself? Where did I deny myself and what I was really wanting or needing? When did I not speak up about my needs? Where did I shrink instead of shining brightly? And this reflection process will help you start to notice your patterns. And when you can see your patterns, you can change your patterns. And at the end of that weekly reflection, you can ask yourself, how can I trust myself more this next week? Even if you just do one simple thing to trust yourself more the following week, Over time, those tiny shifts add up and you will see a huge change. Now, for some mindset shifts, some reversals, how can loving myself transform my life completely? Well, loving yourself helps you release perfectionism. And perfectionism is the biggest block to your creativity in your life. Perfectionism is going to kill opportunities for you. It's going to create resistance. It's going to slow original ideas and creativity. Loving yourself helps you to release perfectionism substantially. If you'd like to learn more about perfectionism, listen to my recent episode on the mindset shift of perfectionism. When you fully love and accept yourself, this means you will have higher personal standards, which leads to people treating you better and receiving more quality opportunities. See, when you see your own value and believe that you are worthy of receiving good things, you start changing the way you allow others to treat you and you stop accepting people and opportunities that don't honor your value. We teach others how to treat us and we do this by showing them what we will allow into our life how we allow people to treat us, the sort of opportunities that we say yes to. When we start to love and accept ourselves fully, this shifts hugely because suddenly you can see your own value. Loving yourself helps you create a new lens to see yourself through and you can suddenly see how valuable you really are how worthy you are of certain things, and suddenly all of your standards shift for you. And when this happens, your behavior shifts, and then your world substantially shifts around you. Suddenly you start getting people in your life that treat you amazingly, and you start getting new amazing opportunities. When you see yourself, others see you. When you value yourself, others value you. And loving yourself actually leads to more power. When you love yourself and accept yourself, you lose the need for external validation because you know that you can give yourself what you need. And this is power because you suddenly don't need so much from others. I'm sure you have met, seen, known people like this, people that embody this sort of self-love and this personal power They have a calm ease to them, a quiet confidence that exudes from their being. And these are also the kinds of people that act as a magnet for other people and opportunities. Why would this be? Why do these kinds of people attract so many other people and opportunities? It's because we all want to be these people. We see our potential inside of them. Like a mirror, they reflect back to us who we can be. You are drawn to these people because you're already like them. There is a part of you that is already like them underneath. You see, the process of loving yourself isn't a process of changing who you are. It's a process of finally acknowledging and seeing how amazing you already are the gifts you already contain, the bright light within that's already shining. The process of loving yourself is the process of finally acknowledging yourself in the world. And when you do this, when you fully become yourself and allow that bright light within to shine all the way through, there's no stopping you. Thank you for joining me on this short form mindset shift episode. If this resonated with you and you think it would resonate with someone else, please share it with them. And don't forget to leave a review. I thank you so much for your time. Until next time, be well, my friends.